Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we are, back chat, episode number 100 and something, mm. powered by Fleet Network, but today, not as you know it, yeah, as different. I like to say on the project, they the worst it, television yeah. show in history. Of all um, time, I think, actually. Uh, Hammer, of course, beside me, yep. like usual, Scoey, mm-hmm. nowhere to be seen, so we were in, um, the, where were we? Sydney. We were in Sydney over the weekend. Yep. Saw Scoey Saturday night, uh, no, Friday night in Sydney, and then... Uh, I left at a different time to him. Don't know where he ended up. And then all of a sudden he was in Melbourne. Okay. And he's still in Melbourne. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So Scoey's not here. That's all right. We, uh, we don't know where he is. We can steady the ship without we're him. We're just going to call. Yeah, we're going to go without him. But tell you what, as soon as I say that, we're just going to call him now and find out where he is. Mm. Uh, don't know his number, so I'm searching Will Schofield. Uh, all right. Let's, let's call him. See what he's up to. Here we go. This is exciting. Isn't it? Fuck you, Joel. <laughs> I got him with one. Hello, back chat. Fuck you, Joel. How are you, boys? Yeah, not Very too bad, good. mate. Self? Sorry, yeah, good. Uh, the Saudi life, I'm in one, an echo chamber, and two, some sort of freeway, probably. I'm not sure how I'm sounding, but it's a bit of a first, me being off the couch. How are you boys going? You got things under control over there, Dan? Yep, under control. I was just saying to Hammer that I saw you on Friday night in Sydney, and then I don't think I saw you again, and all of a sudden you're in Melbourne, and mm. you're still there. So, yep, Hammer and Correct. I are doing fine, oh. um, but, you know, we miss you. Obviously. I will, um, I will start with a bit of a shout-out to Long Live Jace Nelson, so all the crew that um, jumped on board with the... Blood donations early on in the year, so that's where I am. I'm with my brother over here in Geelong. Um, he's still fighting pretty well, but yeah, he did want to say a big, uh, big shout-out to everyone who got involved with that and, and looking after him. So um, got a got a bit of a week of, of brothers doing no good. Hammer, how's your brother doing? Is yeah, he mate, right? he's, uh, he's okay. Oh, I just got off the phone with him then. He um, He's having a couple of scans on his brain tonight. He'll, uh, he'll have a... 
look at the comparison between the last scans. So he's um, he's doing okay. Symptoms are, are dying down, but um, yeah, mate, he's uh, he's doing okay. That's good. So I'm um, coming live from the uh, University Hospital right now, looking out over the Yu Yangs, which um, Hammer I think is just near Bacchus Marsh somewhere there, mate. Yeah, about, so... about halfway between Melbourne and Ballarat. <laughs> so. I'm uh, looking out over the water. It's actually very good. I might actually do this more often. It's quite comfortable out here. I don't have to share the couch and hammer. You've probably got a camera on your face, Hammer. Yeah, mate, I do, which is nice. <laughs> um, what are you boys talking about today? What am I missing out on? I haven't even seen any of the prep for the show. What are you going through? Finals well, footy. Fuck, mate. It's finals footy, of course. So we're going to talk about some games. Obviously, UFC 293. I'm going to talk about that because you can't. You weren't there for it. Um, and how You need to give me an update. Mate, we, ha- what, we almost didn't happened? get in. We almost didn't get in. Jade and I rock up and we... We get escorted by someone, like security, firstly don't want to see us. Then all of a sudden, this media person comes along, tries to take us to a room. Our name's aren't on the list. She escorts us out of the building. You can't be here. (laughs) I'm on the phone. I think a message got sent to Jesse Hogan somewhere along the way. Um, We're (laughs) trying to find a way to get into the UFC. This is Scoey at at Backstreet Boys areas, I think. Yeah. And this guy um, came down and was like, boys, I'm sorry, you have to go. You don't don't have a ticket. And I said, all right, mate, it's all good. We'll just fly back to Perth. And he was like, what? I said, no good. All good. We'll just fly back to Perth. All good. We just came all the way over here. And he did not like that. Didn't didn't like that bit of sass. But um, I I wasn't. You would have been ropeable. Yeah, I wasn't stoked with the situation, but we got there in the end. Nice. Both, both Jaden and I are in the were in the building for the fights. Um, you missed a good one, Scoey. You miss your boy Adesanya getting beaten, rinsed. Yeah, it was no. Mate, good. I thought I thought it was an absolute laydown mazare that Adesanya gets the job done. I watched a bit of yep, bit of the pre-fight stuff. I reckon he was too. Well, I, look, I don't want to, you know take the man on, but I thought he might have been a bit comfortable, maybe. Big big shorty Strickland's running his mouth all week, out of sudden, there's no issue, no problem, get it done, and I didn't see any of the fight, um, but, you know, you sort of did gloss over the fact that I got you in. I'm in Geelong, and Ooh. I got you in. How, you, please, how Scully, about? please help me, but if, if in, in fairness, I, I probably was the reason he didn't have a ticket in the first place, but I did <laughs> fix it. Yeah, we got there. We got. There. I don't know who we need to thank for that second ticket that came through, but Jade and I were sitting next well, to each other for a while, and then someone else sat in the actual seat, and Jaden ended up on the other side of the stadium. So it's all right. We got there. Hey, well, worth it. Well, we, mate, we, we, we say a big thank you to the UFC for getting us in. Amelia and Nick, uh, the main crew in there, looking Great. after their commercial partners. Just threw a little message, said, look, that chat's in town. Um, I know there's a few other important people. Dana White's there. Mm. Um, obviously, you've got the fighters. Jamal Murray was Jayden there. From yeah, Baxter. Jamal Murray, mate. Jamal Murray was there. Jamal no Murray one's as important as Dan and Jaden, obviously. No. Correct. And they said, sorry, just let me stop what we're doing right now. I was going to drop everything and make sure we get Dan and Jaden. And you know, you know what? It happened. So it happened. Yeah. Thank very you, mate. Thankful to really the appreciate it. Hey, we're going to let you go in a sec. One last thing that I think you should probably be here for. Uh, we have merch that's being... Launched. Oh, shit. Oh, New oh, merch. Oh, oh. Wow. Um, what do we got? Well, Nick, Nick's got a vid, Nick's got it up. Um, can bring it up on the screen for us. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, all the hoodies, <laughs> hoodies t-shirts, t-shirts hats. hats, back chat. Yep. We Good talk- colours. Oh, wow, we're talking so, different colours. Yep. You boys can't see me right now, but I'm actually wearing some OG merch, but it's sort of, you know, it's very good, clearly, but 
This new stuff, I mean, tell you what, it looks very good. Can people buy it, Dan, or are we just looking at it on screen? You can buy it, I think. I think it's a pre, it's pre-sale. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, pre-sale it's, stuff. Can, yeah, gotcha. It's pre-sale. So you, you're going to go onto the you website, backchatstudios.com.au. There's a merch store there. Yeah. And you can pre-sale. So we don't, don't, we don't physically have the merch yet. Yep. Do they, have to, ha- do they have to hack us this time to get this <laughs> stuff? No hacking. No, no hacking necessary. Wow. Please go onto the website, okay, backchatstudios.com.au. So Sort that out. Go and sort that out. Um, boys, I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Yep. Um, Thanks got, for got a few by. things going on back here. But yep. get the merch, get it all around it. Um, I actually bought some. I, I, I bought some in a little bit of a late hour. I'm sure Indy saw that order come through. I bought it. What are you just because I thought I might uh, donate to the cause that being Backchat. Obviously. Um, you probably use the Backchat credit card, though. Yeah. I, I just want to leave you with this. Okay. We need to get. So fucking far around the GWS Giants. It's yeah, mate. I'm, like well, the Jack, Buck- uh, Jack Buckley's franchise, mate. We're there. Correct. We are on like, board I'm, the Giants. I'm, There's a big, big sound. Oh, big, big. I was, I was with the CEO, Dave Matthews, last night. He's in Geelong, too. Name drop. Uh, we're, we're just confirming that. Yeah, just a double name. We're just confirming this is now the GWS Giants podcast for the remaining time of finals. I can't wait for them to beat Brisbane in a grand final. That's that's what I'd like to leave yeah, you with. And it's, uh, yeah, there's yeah, a big, big sound, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and I'm all for it. Great song. And he's, and he's gone. Hang- See, ya, I like the way. He's going. Good way to leave us. Well done. Ah, oh, there we go. So merch is coming out. Backstudios.com.au. Look up uh, that. And there's a there's a, a whole page dedicated to the merch. So pre-sale. I'm not sure when it comes in, but just, just got to be a bit patient with us. Yeah, be a bit patient. Speaking of Backchat mm. merch and Backchat-related uh, items of clothing, yesterday... I had to do some work out near Lathlane, so I had um, I had a little. I was at a play group and had to do an appearance there for for my community side of my job. And uh, as, as I was driving pa- as a saint, yeah, <laughs> as I was driving past Oval Two at Mineral Resources Park, I saw about fifteen guys kicking the footy and doing full ground drills and all this sort yep. of stuff. It was the uh, I don't know if I'm going to get their name right, but it was the Backchat FC guys. Was it? Yeah, like they had their. You know how we yeah, got those jumpers? Yeah. It was the boys. Oh, having huge. a little kick, just knocking about town, kicking great. and training. It was great, sensational. And I just looked at it and I thought, hey, tip yep. the hat to your respect. Yeah, I was well in done. a rush and had work to do, so I didn't stop by and have a kick. But yeah. um, for the for those boys that I know are listening, hey, well done. I saw you in respect on the weekend. Yeah, just, just knocking about town, in. mate. Very it's good. It's been like you on a Monday at um, just shooting at Loftus. I we know, should that- get you a Backchat like shirt. We should do a backchat basketball shirt for all okay. the people that knock about town and shoot hoops on a Monday. <laughs> Athletic ID, if you're listening, they make basketball merch and stuff. We'd love some. Get around yeah, us, please. Get around us, please. We'd um, love some basketball merch. Speaking of that, so I, I didn't do any exercise on the weekend. I packed exercise gear into my luggage for Sydney. I was going to go for runs. Stupid. I was going to do this and that. Uh, didn't even look at the shoes. Didn't yeah. look at the shorts. Respect. Um, so, uh, are you are you having? Are you going to get back on track? I'm I'm getting back on track this week. Yeah, I have to get back on track this week. So, um, Jared texted me last Thursday saying, "Mate, how's Fat Chat? How's the week going?" Yeah. I said, "Look, I got to be honest with you, mate. I got to yep. bear some bear some hard truths. Mm. I uh, it's been a tough week for me. Obviously, got knocked out of the uh, elimination final last Sunday." Since then, haven't done any physical exercise, um, have drunk way too many shelters, have had way too much food. Um, I was in the Gold Coast for AFLW on the weekend, and I was going out for dinner with a mate, um, and at, I was late getting picked up. He's picking me up at 6 o'clock to have dinner at 6.30, which would have been a Palmer. It mm-hmm. was a Palmer in the end. Um, 
and at about 5.15, I was like, geez, I'm hungry. Walked to the Woolworths. You know those sushi trays that they do oh, in yeah. Woolworths? Yeah. I got two of them. So I had 24 sushis before I went. Oh before I went and had a chicken parmigiana, so and like four pints, so it was tough. It's been a it's been a real. Yeah. Hard, I, I haven't stepped on the scales, refused to. Yeah. Um. Have the Sandover medal tonight, so we'll get on. Have yeah, a few beers. Have a few beers enjoy there. Yourself. Enjoy myself, and then I'm locking in. Okay. So it's going to be. Um. Yeah. I've had a little bump, a little speed bump for all the fat chatters. Yep. But I'm back. I'll get yep. back at it. Same here. Last night I mm. got home from the airport at I think ten thirty eleven. Yep. Uh. Firstly, got. To book the Uber from the airport, right? Jaden, I didn't even tell you this. Jaden's Jaden got picked up from his girlfriend. Mm. You know, my wife didn't pick me up. That's fine. Um, I went to book an Uber, fifty bucks, bit rough, but that's okay. It's you know, I got to drive out to Hawking. Of course, mate. So drive, booked yeah. it. Just wanted to get home. The guy cancelled it on me. That's all right. I'll just rebook it. So the airport, two hundred and forty dollars surcharge the second time. I thought, no, that can't be right. That can't be right. So I so I cancelled that one. Booked again, $240 again. And everyone around us at the Uber uh, pickup area was doing the same thing. What's, what's just happened? It's like they, they heard that it was like there was a bump in the fee and the, all the drivers cancelled. And then I, so I walked to the train, caught the train home, uh, which is not that. $240. Yeah. Like, that's just ludicrous. I don't know that that should be... It's illegal. Well, I mean, it's not illegal. It's capitalism and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but like, fuck. That yeah, it's brutal. So I got the train home and uh, got straight in the car, drove to McDonald's. Nice. Got a um, burger and I added stuff to the burger as well. Fill it a fish? No, I actually got this chicken thing. What thing? Uh, spicy chicken. Oh, spicy McChicken? Yeah. yeah, nice. And, and you add to it? cheese, bacon, drove home, ate it, like then... Pulled up at home, put the rubbish in the bin, went inside. As if like nothing, nothing had happened. happened, yeah. <laughs> Beck sitting at home. So, Do you want something to eat, Dan? No, I'm. I'm the plane was great. So, <laughs> I was full. Uh, we ate, we did eat in the lounge before the plane, yeah. of course, as you do. Jaden mm-hmm. and I um, got a little sneaky sneak into the Virgin Lounge yeah. because um, I look. I don't know if anyone like head of Virgins are listening, but uh, we, they would be. We, we Richard we, Branson is that Richard? Him? Yeah, we usually do get into the lounge because of Scoey's platinum yeah, level of because of playing and stuff but he wasn't with us of course because he he was in melbourne so i knew how you get in like you walk up to a little thing you scan it you tap on a guest you walk straight in yeah. and i just did that but you know, didn't scan, didn't scan. Yeah, just, but yeah. so he did eat in the lounge some greasy carbonara but it wasn't course, enough mate. so i needed a little it burger was good but it ain't enough yeah, yeah exactly um that's it yeah I, I i was on obviously virgin lands the other day because mm. i was and you scan your little phone and like it's finicky and it doesn't work all the time and you you could very easily just walk in. For all those that want to get into the Virgin Lounge, yep. walk in, hold your phone up to the little screen, pretend to tap and then walk in. You're exactly. Good. Be confident. Be confident. Confidence is key. Exactly. And it was really busy. There was some commotion oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah, on yeah. at the desk. You got to wait. Bide your time. Wait for yep. the um, the people at the desk to get a bit of talking to and then just bang you. Yeah. So look, I, I was thinking about not telling that because I just thought it was, a nah. bit, it was a bit dishonest, but. Sometimes you know it's all it's important to be honest, mate. Exactly, absolutely. All right, let's get into some footy. Collingwood defeat Melbourne. Uh, your brother plays in this game, not for gets, long. Yeah, gets knocked out. Yeah, uh, we talked about that a little bit with Scoey. So Maynard's jumped in the air. Yep, turned his body. Yep, bumped your brother in yep. the head. Yep. Knocked him down. What's your thoughts? Um, well, initially my thoughts were he'll he'll get weeks for it it's um you can't jump turn your shoulder in and knock someone in the face and not get weeks uh so it'll be interesting to see what happens and whether or not they follow through with that um uh yeah i mean i was pretty shocked watching it i was upset and a bit rattled because of his concussion history and all the rest yep. of it but yeah I, I don't know i mean it's in the heat of the moment you everything's happening so quick but you can 
you can protect someone in that moment. I, I, I mean, I heard Kane Corns say that how's he meant to protect himself? I'm like, that's a fucking stupid argument, mate. <laughs> like, that is the dumbest argument ever. Finals footy, yep, I know you want to be intent. I know you want to be physical, but you can protect yourself and protect the person you're about to hit in the face. I think he could have easily done that. I said it on the Shelter Footycast before. I'm not sure if you remember that one. Stephen Adams in the basketball could have, got, oh, could yeah. have let a guy die, but caught him and caught him. laid him to the ground. He could have very easily gone this to protect him like that or that maybe even rolled himself the other way, but instead put his arms up, ducked his shoulder, turned in and hit him straight in the face. So yeah. I think he'll get weeks. Because um, even if he had just jumped straight up right and f- like yeah. fully bodied him front ways, yeah. you'd... So if, that, sort of, if, if he did that and continued with his mother and Angus got knocked out by accidentally hitting his shoulder or something, then that's just yeah. that's the way. Yeah. But he's turned his arm and, and hit him straight in the face. So it'll be a massive line in the sand moment for the tribunal this week. Yeah. If they if they if they call it off and say he's good to play and this is a football act, well then they can never feasibly ever again say that the outcome is affected and it's, yeah. it's the action. And if they ever do that, well, then they're just a fucking joke of a system. Because football action can then just... A football action is a bumper tackle, a, you know, yeah, anything, exactly. anything is a football action then. Yeah. Um, it's like the, uh, the the Ricky Gervais stand-up and uh, the insurance company doesn't pay out of an act of God. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah. If they rule this out as a football action, well, then they're just a fucking joke of a system and it should never, nothing should ever go to the tribunal again. Um, yeah, I think he should get weeks. So I did see something um, like, you know, Twitter's a horrible place generally, but I saw someone talk about, um, it was a Collingwood fan and he was saying... Um, that Angus should have seen it coming and du- and like dodged him. Yeah. From- <laughs> yeah, and like and the fact that um that he maybe got a head knock earlier in the game showed that that um that was the real time he got concussed and that he didn't make the right decision because he was already concussed. Yeah, well, like the yeah. the the things that people come up with. Collingwood fans are very loyal and want to like <laughs> yeah. want their team desperately to go ahead, and Braden Maynard is a very big part of that. Yep. That team, so I can understand why they're um, why they're wanting to. AFL make a shitload of money off finals ticket sales, and Collingwood will sell out every game. So yeah. they're obviously they have a vested interest in it. Same way that they let Patrick Cripps off for winning a Brownlow because they needed him to win it. Um, yeah, there's a little yeah. bit happening there, I think, and they're very. I think they'll be very staunch on the fact that they will try and get him off, and it's it'll be up to for whatever fucking reason it'll be up to. I don't think it'll be up to fucking uh, Braden Maynard's lawyers to get him off. I think it'll be. I think they're going to try their best to do it. And as a system, they'll try and let him off. But I think it'll be a, an injustice if he doesn't get... Weeks. Zero weeks would have to be... Like, it has to either be three or zero. Three or zero, yeah. It can't be in between. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if he misses two... So how many games does Collingwood have left? Two, they got right? two more games. Yeah. So, yeah. There's no way it can be one week. If they're going no. to give him any weeks, it'll be three or zero. Yep. So, you know, we'll see. it'll be fucking interesting and it'll really turn the tribunal on its head for the rest of time if what do, he gets off. What do you think about the Tom Mitchell flop? Did you see that? No. Nah. He uh, he was about to get hit in the face and and was clearly, it didn't hit him in the face. Someone went to push him mm. um, and he went down like a sack of potatoes. Very obvious. Like he'll get a fine. He probably he should would. get a fine. Yeah, sure. I did text him earlier just to ask him, like if he had any comments about this, because um, yeah, you and Tom Mitchell are great mates, yeah, best best pals. And he yeah. said he survived. And I said any comments for back chat? Yeah, people. He said no comment. No comment. So, yeah, no. Fair enough. So, That's um, which is fair. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know with that. what. Yeah. He, potentially we get a fine. Um, you ever you you ever do a flop? You a no, flopper? No, mate. That's I I don't don't yeah. like it. it. There's no point to flop. I don't think. Like when have the umpires? Just, I think they're too smart to see. 
the stupid, yeah, yep. ni- the stupid nature of a flop. Uh, all right, Carlton defeats Sydney. Really good game. Was in a pub for that um, in Sydney. That would have been huge. It was great, and they started to come back. Goulden's was just <laughs> incredible. He was excellent. Um, <clears throat> Carlton finally get a win. Paddy Cripps gets a win. Yeah, the baggers are happening. The baggers are happening. Um, the lids are off. It's massive. Like, there were so many people at that game, and it went nuts listening to it. The crowd was phenomenal. They played there. They outplayed Sydney for three quarters, yep. and then Sydney should have won the game still. Yeah. But, like... They miss, they miss easy chances. Um, mm. I was sad to see Tom Hickey walking off. Yeah, that, 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 that was dis- that hurt. Um, last time, and he had he had pretty good last quarter as well. He was he was massive in that game, especially in the second half. And I think, I mean, as much as it's disappointing to see Hickey go, our little figurines will be worth a shitload more oh, now. So that's right. That'll little be Tom good. Hickey's over little there. Tom Hickey's over there. Uh, Jack Martin's going to get suspended. Yep, two weeks. Got to be something like that. You can't so just punch a guy in the face. That's just like uh, that's even that's not even like a football action. Right. No, I, I, that'll be head. a real hard one to argue. Yeah. Because you've got a closed fist and you've punched a guy in the head. <laughs> so It's probably that simple. It is It is just that simple. And this one's interesting because it'll be counterintuitive with the um, the Maynard one versus this one because one will try, to be, uh, will try and argue the football act and take the result out of it. Yep. Whereas these guys are going to be trying to, re- to argue the result because... Lizard was fine. Yeah, nothing like, happened. Nothing happened. So yep. you can't have both. You shouldn't get... They both should get done. Unless they both get done, you shouldn't have both. Exactly. Uh, let's get around the... GWS just destroy St. Kilda. Jack Buckley, Sam Taylor just dominated in the back line. Mate, didn't they ever? We saw Jesse Hogan and... We saw Jesse Hogan and someone else. I can't remember who it was now. It was a long time ago. At a, at a cafe before they were about to fly out, and they just looked. They looked ready. They looked ready. Yeah, they're um, mate. There's a big, big sound coming from GWS, and I'm mm. I'm all for it. I mean, I've said it a few times to a few people, but they've got. I think, with the exception of Lever, exception of Jake Lever and Stephen May, I think they've got the best two back two defenders in the comp, yep. as in defending duo, Jack Buckley and Sam Taylor. And Jack Buckley obviously goes very underrated outside of this show, and <laughs> we obviously love what he does and, and know very well what he does, but. And Sam Taylor gets a lot of adulation and respect throughout the comp. But the two of them work so well together. Sam Taylor's an animal. Jack Buckley is so big, so strong, so quick, um, and the best player in the comp. So it's, uh, yeah, they, they've got a they've got a massive back line that obviously backs win premierships, and uh, and they're the two that will start it. We, uh, we, at the UFC, we uh, interviewed Ty Tuivasa. Yep. Um, He's a, Sean, big, he's a big Western Sydney guy. Yeah, he loves him. Uh, uh, Sean Strickland and Israel Adesanya like before, on the, after the weigh-ins, and we showed them a few pictures of guys that were up for the Brownlow, and we put Jack Buckley in there. Yeah. And I, I, I made him very big in the picture and yep. the name very big, and all the others, like Dacos was like crying in a photo. Bontempelli was like crouched over. Yeah. So it was making it very obvious to pick Jack Buckley, and um, none of them gave a bar of it. Like, just had no interest in picking a player. That was going to be like a bit of video that we're going to make. And um, Adesanya refused to pick anyone. He's like, I don't know sport. I don't want to say anything. He's a bit like that, though, isn't he? Very protective of his yeah, own brand. Very protective. Uh, Tied to Avasa saw um, the Giants and just was pumped about it. Yeah. But I just all I wanted him to say was Jack Buckley, but he, he just refused to. Well, not refused. He just didn't say it. And then he's just getting around. Um, Western Sydney gave, hey, us, yeah. gave us one of these ones. Yeah, he's a big Western Sydney um, boy. So that, that was good. Sean Strickland just said that football looked shit. Like we showed him some highlights and yeah. had no interest in it. Um, he's a he's a real character. 
Um, Don't want to say too much because he'll probably kill you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, could uh, easily kill you. Like Lydia will in your fight. Uh, well, you know, after I didn't see Lydia at the UFC. Yeah, doing research. Yeah, he was doing. Re- he wasn't reconning. Um, mate, Jack Jenkins. Did you see? I what didn't see. No, Jenkins? I didn't, didn't watch oh the fight. Oh my gosh! So he. Um, sorry, you, you did tell me that earlier. Um, our guy Jack Jenkins from Backers Marsh. Yeah, of course. Uh, halfway. Halfway. He fight was gone. You know, as as it does, a lot of leg kicks. He's snapping guys' legs constantly. Yeah, he's just out there snapping a lot of, legs. Lot of leg knocking kicks. about town and snapping legs. <laughs> <laughs> he he gets like sort of lifted up and pulled over and as he goes to put his hand down on the mat to catch himself snap something elbow, does he? elbow bends backwards the loudest shouldn't it sound. go that way? so it goes in his... so it, went, it went in yeah and uh the loudest sound they quickly ran into the ring like they stopped the fight he tapped and um he tapped to his well that's yeah okay yeah because he was he was yeah, did was he like, still manage to tap no, he's he's with his other hand, like you could see. His oh, face. did someone jump on him? Oh, so the guy. So was, the guy yeah, jumped okay. on him and he tapped him straight away. And um, the the medical team, like, there's a guy that opens the gate at the UFC, yeah. very quick. Like he runs up and he flicks all the latches up in a matter of ten milliseconds. Wow, that's quick. And the the medical <laughs> that's fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, watch it. You get, you should ten milliseconds. <laughs> well, okay. And the medical team run in. They stop the fight. It was brutal one of the loudest sounds like you heard the bone like pop Fuck. it's really brutal uh back to the footy brisbane defeat port that it just wasn't didn't watch it was doing stuff yeah but Brisbane yeah. just can't get can't lose at the gabba yeah, yeah it's, the gabba. Gonna, it's gonna be really tough for them to to lose i think so, so who do they have now against um they got the winner of carlton melbourne carlton melbourne so yeah. someone has to go into the gabba. someone's got to go do into the gabba. Of those teams beat well, I think Brisbane. Melbourne can give them a shake. I think Carlton at the moment, with the momentum they got riding, can give them a shake. It's going to be they're going to be whoever makes it will be serious underdogs though. Yeah, and it'll be it's Brisbane's to lose. Don't don't you feel like you you it just always happens, right? Like no team goes like undefeated. They always have a loss. Like, do you think Brisbane can go completely undefeated the with the entire year? I think they they're just due for a loss. They well, they I should mean, have had a loss a few weeks ago. They just should to get have. That out. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a great point. Undefeated at your home ground for the entire year is rare. Um, I just I just think they played the games the conditions so well. Yeah, it's the difference in conditions up there. It's not the ground. It's got nothing to do with the ground you play on. Playing in, per, playing at Optus Stadium on a twenty six degree sunny day versus playing at the MCG on a twenty six degree sunny day, you're not getting a whole lot of difference. The yep. ground dimensions don't matter that much. It's the conditions of playing in Brisbane. And so what what is that? How does it change the game? It's like the the dew and the humidity and it sets. It's like playing with a bar of soap like when right. a lot of the time when we would used to go when the boys would go and play Brisbane um, during the week we would have a tub with water and Johnson's baby oil in there and right. you'd throw footies in there and practice doing ground balls with like a slippery ball because that's essential it's, that, that's to the extreme of what it's like but you're playing with a ball that is just slippery and so imagine having constant sweat dripping from your hands that doesn't stop and that's what you're playing in. And they just yep. get so used to it because they train and play there all the time. So they're a different level of clean up there. So so wouldn't that mean that like when they travel, they would be extra clean because like they've got no well, thing to worry about? Like, yeah. They just, Ascent, but, but like everyone's at that level. And, and when, you're at yep. an, when you're an elite AFL athlete, everyone's really clean most of the time. So yep. it, it doesn't really, you, you're sort of, you're there. But then when you go to the Gabba, most teams drop and they just stay. So it's, yeah, right. it, that's the that's the difference for me. Yeah. They just play that condition better than anyone. It's like when teams go play um, in Colorado against Denver Nuggets. That's exactly what it's like, mate. Because the, the, the altitude so up there. The altitude, yeah. all of a sudden everyone's Everyone's gassed. puffing, yeah. yeah. Um, Port Adelaide, so they, they lose. They, they just didn't look great. But the, the thing that got me... Um, 
thinking about Port after the loss was this Oppenheimer thing. Have you seen this? How like they've they've I'm going to read you um, read me read your quote. Um, so this, I'm just going to read you this for the next given us here. Um, it's a little bit just about how much work goes into something. In the movie Oppenheimer, it was the work that got the atomic bomb that ended World War II. Wine said this about the club's finals theme. So many people have come together and worked hard for a number of years. This finals campaign isn't something that's just been building for this year. It's probably been for the last four years where you've reached two finals, um, continue to grow. Uh, so he's comparing their finals campaign to Oppenheimer. Compar- a- comparing their finals campaign to the development of the atomic bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Carl. It's a bold Let's strategy. It pays off. Um, it's so weird. That it's is, an interesting... Yeah. Footy clubs have those things, right? That they... Like the coach would have gotten the atomic bomb up on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be certainly things they can do, but like there's just so many analogies that you can draw to them like losing. <laughs> yeah. Like the development of the atomic bomb, yeah, sweet. But like it killed... Hundreds of thousands of people. Twenty thousand people. Yeah, Japanese people. Yeah, but like then it got the the delay of radiation and all that. It just it was not like yeah it ended the war, but like what cost you know? And then they're sort of sitting there like yeah that's us, but like is that a good thing? Is that a bad? It's just not a clear cut. When you do these analogies, I feel like the best way to do it is to have something that is definitely good. Like this is a great result. Like a rainbow at the end of a, a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow yeah, exactly. that can't be bad no you can't have a bad pot of gold at the end of a rainbow <laughs> he but said the fu- atomic bomb is like <laughs> wow he said funnily enough it's not about blowing the competition away it's more <laughs> about it's more so about the journey to get there and what it takes to get the finished product oh that <laughs> pot of the gold pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that's a journey you can get there and there's no two ways about that that is not good bad or indifferent it's just awesome but the atomic wow hey there you go. good luck to him so I'm going to guess that you're going to go with Melbourne over Carlton. Yeah, I'm going to go with two. Melbourne over Carlton. I, I think the 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 emotional wave. It look they could easily win Carlton, and it, it, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. But I feel like the emotions dry up, and that the the whole emotions of winning their first final and the build up and the win and the way that they were able to hold Sydney off and all that. I think bit of like that was their crescendo, and it's like it yep. is going to be fucking hard to get themselves up for the next one. Whereas Melbourne are a bit more seasoned; they've been there, done that, and will be ruining the missed opportunities they had against um, the Pies. Port GWS, obviously, we're going to back GWS. We're backing the Giants into the hills. Uh, um, the atomic bomb is, you know, <laughs> how good's that? But like, I don't think it's a great analogy. And you got a bomb out in two. If if um if Port loses, is like because Hinkley did Hinkley just resign? Hinkley resigned. Yeah. Yeah. So. That that it'd be a rough time to be a Port fan, like year after year after year, having so many wins in the regular season, and then just not really making any noise in the finals. It would be it would be tough. I mean, um, it's it's not uncommon in other sports for really good regular season teams to ditch coaches after postseason losses. I, it happens in the NBA quite a bit, yeah. and like it happens in ice hockey, and it happens in a lot of other sports where it doesn't matter. Like, Fans and the boards and GMs and whatever don't care about the regular season. We know you've got we've yeah. put together a team that's good we've enough. Seen you can do that. We've seen you can do that. This is where you need to perform. So he signed another contract and he'll be there. But it's um that'll be a real that will be the blight on him for next year. If they do get knocked out, no one will. There'll be no contract talks at all yep. until the finals. Yeah, and it'll be like, mate, you just have to do. You've got to do better than bombing out. That's so. Next is change your fucking analogy. <laughs> Uh, Dwayne Casey, who was the Toronto Raptors head coach, he won yep. Coach of the Year and got fired yep. at the end of that year. Yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> they... because of the the finals, they yeah. they matter. Um, some other stuff. Liam Henry uh, looks like he's going to the Saints. Yeah, he um, wants he's request. I don't like. It's interesting that players can just like request where they want to trade. 
Yeah. It's like it seems a foreign concept from signing up to the draft where you are committing yourself to a national competition. That's right. To just be like, hey, this is where I want to go. But is it... So if Saints have already contacted him um, through management or whatever and said... Because can they pay him more than other people? Like, is that why he would request... Yeah, 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 yeah. So he might get the biggest payday and he's like, well, take me to Saints. Yeah, that's... uh, Like, whenever you see a report coming out saying this player has requested a trade to here. Yeah. It's like they obviously have spoken to them and that, that that trade wants to happen. It's not like I get, you know, I'm on the way out to be delisted by West Coast and I say, geez, I'd love a trade to Sydney. <laughs> get me over yeah, there. Yeah, get me over there. Well, no, because no one wants me, so whatever. But like, so there's obviously been some dialogue between the two parties and yeah. um, and you'd imagine that that'll get done somehow. I've heard um, that Ross Lyon has put in a call to say, do whatever it takes to get me Liam Henry. Obviously, he sees something in him. Sees heaps in him, which is good. He um, was he there when he got drafted? I think so. Probably. Ross was probably the coach of Freo when Liam. Is that how long ago he got drafted? That seems long. Well, That's... how long ago was Ross the coach of Freo? Like four years ago. He was the coach for Andrew's first and second year, I think. And Andrew's, right. And Andrew's now in his sixth year. I reckon he was the coach when in Liam's first year. I could easily be proven wrong, and it could have been JL straight off the bat. Okay. 2019, 2019 was his last year at Freo. This will be Liam Henry's third year then, I reckon, maybe. Okay. Oh, so Ross may have had some... Would have seen him. Would have seen him in the draft. Absolutely. Would have seen his draft highlights. Yeah. yeah. Would have been a go. part of that. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah. Anyway, obviously sees a lot of him. He's a very good player. He was picked nine or something, So, and he's finally started to play like someone of that calibre. And... Um, in a team that on the weekend was outdone with pace and a little bit of class, that uh, he's certainly someone they could be looking for. I love that Frio fans have, like, before he wanted the trade request, they're like, we want Liam Henry, you know, mm. would love to have him here. And then as soon as he's requested a team, they're like, didn't want him anyway. Yeah, who cares? Give me some picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They can turn on a dime. Um, who do you think will be the Eagles skipper next year? Oh, I'd just have to say Liam Duggan. Yep. Straight off the bat. I mean, I don't know if there's another more suited candidate. Um, I guess Tom, Tom Barras, Tom Oscar, Barras Oscar Allen are the ones in that the they're in the conversation. I, I think they'll be the vice captains if I was to, if that would be my guess. But I think um, if you look at what you, what the qualities you want out of a captain um, at an AFL level, I think you want, obviously you need a player that can, that is playing good football. Yep. Um, check. That, that's te- check. He's, he, would he come third in their best and fairest or something? Yep. And second half of the season, second as well, half of the season, lead. he was phenomenal and he battled through his injuries. But he is certainly a, a mainstay, very good player in the team. Um, you want someone who is respected. Um, you look at the past captains and Shannon Hearn and Luke Shuey; they've been respected players. And Liam Duggan is very, very well regarded in that aspect. He's respected on and off the field. He want you want someone who is a genuine person and a genuine like has genuine care and for his teammates. And Duggo certainly does. You want someone who presents themselves well publicly um, because at the end of the day, football is a business and you are yep. the face of that business for he the club. He might be the most well-respected he, yeah. face in football. Yep, he's just a, he's a gentleman. He's a, a, He's got a very spherical head, which he is does. good for marketing. Um, he he, ta- <laughs> he talks well. He No one says a bad word about him. Yep. Um, the board obviously would love that about him and um, he's a no-nonsense, no-fuss. There's no anything about him that you could say or spin for a bad way. He's engaged. He's um, he's you know, he's got a couple of dogs. He's a four wheel driver. He's just <laughs> like he's just a gentleman. Yeah. So exactly. I think he'll be the perfect fit. 
He um he was on the same flight out to Sydney with us. Did he give you his seat? If you was he sitting in well, a better seat and said, "Hey mate, you can." The see thing me. is, I expected him to you know walk on, request you know first row, nah, mate. big dog. He just casually walked in, was in a no premium, like we were in premium economy. Wow, and he wasn't. Mate, he's just a knockabout town. Just a sort knockabout of guy. town yeah. guy. Uh, very round head. You're very, it's very spherical. <laughs> it's not like it's not round, but he's the top no. of his head is very spherical, like perfectly Perfect, yeah. shaped. And he was already at the captain's photo day. Yeah, this season. Yeah, and so was like small. Was he small or was no, so that Darcy, Darcy Moore? Was, you made him. <laughs> yeah, I made Darcy Moore. Um, yeah, he's a very. I think he'll be your next captain. Um, hey. Uh, Last thing that I'm going to do before we go to Swimply and Jaden, Jaden's like we're doing things a bit differently. Jaden's on the buttons here. Do you know where the Swimply button is? Got it, He's got it. Sure. What, a, what a legend! Um, so spoiler alert, that's coming up next. Okay, yep. Um, Will Brody, bit of chatter around him. Bit of chatter with a with a with a, the Eagles. <laughs> Whether the Eagles are going to go after yeah. him? Yeah. What do you think? Well, it's. Um, are you allowed to talk about this? Yeah, I mean, I can talk about whatever I want. Right. Um, he is a very good player. Had a phenomenal year last year. Probably outperformed his own expectations. Yep. Um, and was playing okay, and then got injured and couldn't get back in the team. So I don't think it's off the back of him not playing good football. It's whose spot is he taking in the midfield? He's not playing in front of Andrew and Caleb. Jago Ramirez come in there, and he's probably not playing in front of him. Most uh, handsome men in the a- the, AFL. the best looking man in the AFL. And then they um, played golf with him the other day. Actually, not a bad golfer. Um, Beat him? Yeah, smashed him. Um, <laughs> And then they're trying Hayden Young through there, so they're not going to play him in front of him. So there's there's just limited spots up for grabs yep. in that midfield. And Brody's 25. Brody's a he dominates Waffle. He plays very he plays good AFL football when he was there. Um, I think the the only knock on him is his defensive running, but like that is that's a knock on all mids really. Like there's yep. there's a handful of mids that run both Casual ways. Defensive very, running shit. There's <laughs> there's a handful of mids in the comp that run very well both ways. So that knock is a little bit like. Oh, let's give him an excuse. He'd, he'd for not be on playing. some list, though. He'd be in someone's best twenty-two. Well, he's, he's got three years left on his contract at Freo. Yeah. So he, he's. It's whether or not you know. I, I think West Coast could say, "Yep, we'll, we, we'll pay you half of it, and Freo will pay your other half, and we'll just take him off your hands." And I think he'd be a very good fit. He'd play good footy. He'd he'd be in their best twenty-two. I think at the moment. And yep. you know, I I I think he will try and look elsewhere because realistically, it's a tough midfield to crack into, and you you don't want to spend three years on a list. Not playing. Yeah, and then not end up with a good contract at the yeah. end of that. Yeah. All right, Jaden. Very good. Swimply the best. Jaden, can you just give it to us one more time? Might as well. Dance padding. Get it up in time, mate. Did you get it all up? Yeah, got got what I needed That's to get, good, yeah. get up. Um Swimply the best, Airbnb for pools, but also tennis courts, uh, saunas, spas, cricket pitches, cricket pitches, just general knockabout town backyards, volleyball courts. If you got beach, if you got a beach volleyball court in your backyard and you want to put that on Swimply, that'd be good. Uh, Will and I uh, actually spent some time, and Jaden spent some time with uh, Mister Swimply himself in Sydney. Came picked us up from the um, wow. from the weigh-ins. Uh, Stephen Swimply, <laughs> Stephen Swimply. Uh, so. He put the hardware on me to put the pool up. Yeah, well, he I didn't... said I was going to do it, and I still haven't done it. And look, honesty, we talked about before. It's, a, it's important to be honest, mate. Uh, Always. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do it this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I've been saying for last. Uh, Nick, can you give us this um, this this first one? This oh, is this is simply moment is... number one. Yep. Maynard v Viney, little push and shove. Jack Viney went up a notch in my books. Yeah. He's now my favourite Melbourne player. Uh, a bit. Disappointing 
um, and a bit of a blight on the rest of the team that he was the only one that went after him. Um, but yeah, he's the uh, he's one of the toughest blokes in the competition, Jack Viney, and uh, yep, went into his shell there, Braden, because he's got a real tough guy coming after him. That's right. I saw um, so uh, Riley, who actually puts together these Swimply moments for us, who's yep. Will's uh, nephew. He tweeted gets gets a bit of traction on Twitter. Old Riley. Nice. He tweeted um, how Maynard's uh, lucky he was wearing black shorts because he probably shit himself. Would have shit himself, but, yeah. And the Collingwood fans went at him like crazy. The Collingwood fans went at Riley, Riley, oh, Riley, R- yeah. Riley because Hilarious, and they were yeah. talking about how like he didn't back down. The thing about Maynard right on this is that he only starts getting into it as soon as the second player comes yeah, along. Yeah. Otherwise, well, he the very first one. No it's like, of it. Yeah, mate. It, Jack Viney's the toughest. He could beat his way through a brick wall, and um, he would have been pushing him and saying <laughs> something along the lines of, in a much less friendly term, enjoy sitting on the sidelines for the yeah, next week. Very good. Weeks. Let's get the next one up. Uh, Zach Bailey's goal. I haven't seen this actually. Don't remember it. I wasn't watching the game. Oh, That's yeah. yeah, pretty good goal. That. That's a very good goal. First one of the first one of the game. Wow, steaming down the boundary line. Viney's better, but uh, that's good. Hooks in, kicks a goal, and Connor Rosie as well. Gives was there a little fend off there on the? Yeah, there might have been. Oh yeah, this was pretty classy. Boost. Bang! Yeah, that was very very good actually. Like took off like a cat, hit the ground, and just went. Didn't whew. look like that kick was going to go very far. Like, no, it just and one, then it just, one step, yeah, one step, around, bang, fifty meters, all the and, way. and puts him in front. Look how quickly he takes off there. He's got Oscar McInerney on the mark, so probably not one that uh, he's going to be putting too much pressure on there. But that's a good sausage. That's a good one. Hey, this isn't in the Swimply moments, but uh, that goal in the AFLW game that was from oh, the, d- uh, the Danielle Ponters kicked was it from the Ad- centre circle. Adelaide, yeah, Adelaide. She kicked so had the ball from a centre bounce, took you no know, like two or three steps, and kicked a snap from <laughs> she snapped from her it. side yeah. of the circle. Yeah, yeah. But like it was. Two in the, two, it was inside the center circle, like right on the yeah, edge yeah. of the center circle, um, and has kicked a goal. It's bounced, and it's taken a massive bounce over the leading forwards and just kept bouncing in. It would have been a 90-meter goal. Longest goal in history? Uh, no, there's been longer goals. Has there? Yeah, like I think there's been a couple you can find of guys like kicking it from full back and it bouncing all the way in. And like I reckon <laughs> Shannon Hearn kicked a goal against North Melbourne in Tassie from yeah, like, right. a hunt, almost a hunt that bounced and bounced and bounced. But yeah, that yeah. would have been an 80 to 90 metre goal that Ponte kicked on the week. It was phenomenal. That'll be goal of the year for the AFLW and it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, you're going to be... Did we have footage of it? You're going to be really hard-pressed to find a better goal than this one. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't like to have... Look at this. Pretty decent kick from, Look the, at from it. the outset. Yeah, there was a bit of a breeze, but like that is a thump, <laughs> a thumping kick. She so would just had have no on oh, a bit of a Cristiano Ronaldo. At the Love end. it. That was yeah, that was massive. Adelaide. Look at this. Bus. Like two meters Look. past the center circle. At oh my god! Even the first that kick was a snap yeah, right from the center yeah. circle. Probably went fifty five meters. Yeah, it has absolutely flushed it. So that's that's a very good. Goal. And the, I mean, we don't obviously like to be biased there, but. Jack Viney sticking up my brother is going to be a hard one to beat, and anyone who listens to this podcast and votes otherwise, I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> um, just to reiterate, we do have new merch coming, and you can find that at backchatpodcast.com.au. Yeah, Mumba Digital put together this website for us. Yep. Uh, just, I know last, last yeah, week. Last one last, was, yeah, last one um, was talking about fondling shout out. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we, we won't do that this time. Nah, we'll be Go very, check out Mumba Digital. They yeah, do, be very straightforward. Uh, mate, they do everything you need. Website, um, 
website stuff obviously i know if i'm full bottle with website things i think they give you like a www name and stuff oh do they do they give you a world world wide web they can make they can make all that sort of stuff um Mm. i think they also can do like flash games on your website if you want that Um, yeah see i'm not i'm not a tech guy i don't know a whole lot about that but if i did need to mumba digital would be certainly where i would go i'd probably call you guys first (laughs) (laughs) it would then put me in touch of course with your mumba well if you do want that get in touch with us we can put you in touch with mumba digital or you just go straight there. We'll cut the middleman out, yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's hear from Fleet Network, though. That We have a better ad read for that. Yeah, the Novated yourself, Elise. Fleet Network, if, if, you, if you don't know already and you would like to know, it'll save you money, uh, it'll help your budget, and you can get things. one of the cars that you want to get and drive around. I don't like cars. I just need somewhere to get from point A to point B. Fleet Network can do that for you while saving you money if you are employed by anybody. Yep. That is a qualification you need. You need to be an employee. I'm one of those. You could be an employer and it could help you, but yep. employees, you go to Fleet Network, they sort your shit out, and then you get yourself a car, you a know, brand new one. Yeah, you never Ted yourself a lease and, and you're you, away. You literally, you just give it over to Frank and the boys. They handle it everything, with your employer. Everything. There's it's apps. Great. You put expenses through there. They pay you back your money. It's all inclusive. You pay one fee for the month. <sighs> Uh, so, I don't know. You get down there, you get yourself an Isuzu um, car that I've got. It's fucking great. The D-Max. Like, yeah, the D-Max, Isuzu D-Max. You go, all right, here's your Isuzu D-Max. They say, here's the amount of money you need to pay a month. That's all we heard from you. That's all she wrote. There's the money. Drive away, there's no more to pay. Shit, shit. Well, there's some to pay. There's obviously more to pay. It's an ongoing <laughs> lease. That's the whole point. <laughs> you know what, though? Last week, mm. I got Drive my- Drive away, no more to pay until next month. <laughs> <laughs> to pay again. I got my car serviced. So idiot. I'm not with Fleet Network <laughs> yeah. right now. And I'm Just working towards getting a fleet service. Yes. Mm. When I got my car service, I, had to, I dropped it off to all that stuff. The guy was showing me all these forms. I was like, no, how much am I going to pay? pay? He's like, do you want the extra $45? Yeah. The oil thing. I was yeah. like, man, I don't know anything yeah. about this. I should just be with Just bundle network. it all in one cost exactly. and give it to me. But yeah, pay this. you got to pay this. So, how about you send some money here? Lesson learned. Idiot, lesson damn. learned. I'm going to call Frank and the boys. Fleetnetwork.com.au to choose your next vehicle and leave the rest to their dedicated team of experts. All right, Blue Bet. Uh, this week, Hammers had to leave the building, obviously. This week, we put together... It was all fists, all about the fists. Spoils and UFC. Uh, let's see, we had... Who do we have here? Harris Andrews for five spoils. Jack Buckley for five spoils. Trent McKenzie for five spoils. Uh, we'll start with that. Harris Andrews got 13. Pretty good. Uh, so, I'm just looking at you, Jaden, just to give me something to someone to talk to for this. Uh, Jack Buckley, five spoils. Does he get it done? Of course he does. He got six. Trent McKenzie. Five spoils. Does he get it done? No. He got two spoils. So that derailed the bet. But on top of that, Jack Jenkins was going to get a UFC win. He didn't. He snapped his uh, elbow. Uh, you know, sh- shout out to Jack Jenkins. Hope he yeah, was all right. And Israel Asanya was meant to get the win. Sean Strickland just tore him a new one. Was was in control from the very start. Beats Adesanya. So we got two out of five. Not a good effort. Uh, more spoils this week in the finals. Uh, so I'm bring Hammer back because I don't want to talk to myself anymore. Hammer, where are you? Oh, I'm back. Oh, thanks, Hammer. Thanks for coming oh, back. Magically in. appeared. Appreciate that. I've mate. teleported in. I was actually <laughs> thinking this the other day. Funny, yeah. you should say teleport. I should say it actually. If I could have any superpower in the world, I think that would be it. Teleporting. Yeah, it was on the back of me being delayed an hour and a half at Brisbane Airport and then having a five-hour flight on the cards. And I was like, Yuck. if I could just teleport to Perth, how good that would be. But like thinking about it. It just, I feel like it takes a lot of other superpowers into account as well. Like, if you want to fly... Yeah, just teleport. 
just teleport up and just fly for a little bit and then teleport back down. Yeah. If you like need to go somewhere really quickly, well, you can run as fast as you want, mate, but I'm teleporting there. <laughs> you want to be super strong, like... I could. You'd run away if you need. Like, there's. Yeah, what's super strength if I can just teleport? You know, there's just. Uh, I, I agree. Do you it's think, a great one to have. Would there be some sort of cooldown on your teleportation? Nah, well, that's the whole point of superpowers, mate. You can make them as good as you want, and they're all fantasized. Because so. then you could just teleport through the sky, and you're essentially flying. Well, yeah. So yeah, correct, yeah. mate. I just I think that would be my if I my superpower of choice would be teleportation. It's just a cool I think one to have. I think you've fi- figured it out. Well, I mean, there's plenty of other superpowers that you could go at, but that would be more. But what would be one that would be better than teleportation? It's a good question. Like X-ray vision. I mean, no one ever wants that. No one ever wants that. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like if you could have the superpowers of like superheroes, for example, and like, I don't know, Thor or someone who's got a heap of cool shit that he mm. can do, like that's pretty good. But I think if you could only have, if you just had to pick one, you can't have like Captain Marvel who can go really quick, he's super strong, can shoot five balls out of her hands or whatever the fuck she can do. If you can just have one, I think super, I think teleportation is my my pick. I was watching a trailer. That's, that's a very good point. I was watching a trailer for the new Blue Ant, no, Blue Beetle movie. It looks just like Spider-Man, but they're just calling it Blue Beetle. Is that a, is it, is that a the thing? Is you guys? Blue Beetle. Yeah, it's just a... Is it, it a superhero? It just call? feels like they go, we can't make another Spider-Man. Is he, this, is he a superhero? Or is superhero. She, no, superhero, it's superhero. Cool. It's a guy that's like a DC Blue Beetle, and it just looks like um, they've just ripped off Spider-Man. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they probably haven't done that. There's copyright issues there, so uh, that would be difficult. Yeah, okay. But Blue Beetle, yeah, I'm not... I used to be massive into superhero movies, like huge into them. Right up until Avengers finished, I'd watch all the Marvel things. I'd watch every DC movie that came out. Fucking loved them. And then... Like, they beat Thanos, and I was like, well, I can't be bothered keeping up with any of the rest of this. Yeah, there's always some other villain that's like, oh, shit. Oh, someone he's, else is Thanos here. Oh, here's, here's that guy. Thanos <laughs> has come back. He's, uh, his best friend's dog sitter's dentist is going to kill us, so let's <laughs> go after him. Um, can you give us the, the um, You Send It, We Read It Sting, Jaden? That'd be great. Let's get on to it. You Send It, We Read It. If it's good. good. Thanks to yeah. Cameras, of course. Uh, we took our gear over to Sydney. Mate, we had how did it go there. in the plane? Four wheel drive, legendary because wow. we it packs all in ever so nicely. Jaden went out to Parramatta, or where'd you go? What Penrith? Penrith, Penrith went out to Penrith, Penrith uh, for Jeez, the four wheel drive good. show. Because oh, I the, thought you went to watch the rugby. They were very good. Penrith areas, Penrith, Penrith, Penrith areas, nice, great yeah. areas. <laughs> <laughs> they they do the best areas <laughs> in Penrith, I think. Uh, so the camera, everything went well on the plane. Everything went well. That's one of the. I mean, I'm not sure that it's, it's one of Lydia's. Uh, slogans, but uh, I think somewhere in the store you can look and it says we do great on planes. Exactly. Somewhere in there, somewhere. Does, yeah. uh, so we do have a four drive podcast. I know Liam Duggan hosts sure, that. Yeah, he does uh, with Ronnie Dahl. Legend. It's like a. It's going Burko. The if next, yeah, the next captain of the West Coast Eagles is a host. That's massive. Well, actually, legally, we're not allowed to say that that Liam Duggan plays for West Coast Eagles. Oh, well, it's just a guy named Liam Duggan that likes four driving. Just for. Just, it's just Liam, an enthusiast. Liam Duggan is just a massive enthusiast. <laughs> he is for forward driving. Yeah. If you like forward driving and you didn't realize we had a forward drive podcast, it's that simple. Look up the forward drive, the four-wheel drive podcast. I've listened Have to the, a few. And there's, it's like, very good. I'm not a four wheel driver, but there's just some things that I'm listening on. I'm like, that is like, that's just really interesting. And it's funny. They yeah. have great stories. Yep. Uh, so they went out to the four wheel drive show out in Penrith, uh, did some live stuff there. So that's all going to come out soon. Ronnie's a massive deal in four wheel driving. Mate, he's the godfather. Like, huge. In, I, I didn't realize that to start with. What was What's he like at these four wheel drive shows, Jaden? Is he. Non-stop. Like, is it like Nick Natanui walking into a footy club? 
bigger. It's the, he's the Michael Jordan of four wheel driving. Yeah. yeah, he's nuts. He's huge. He's huge. Um, physically as well. He doesn't eat because people are just coming up to him constantly and what a probably wanting photos and stuff. So that's the four-wheel drive podcast that we make. They were yeah. over in Sydney, so some of that, that stuff's coming out. Uh, you said not you read it. That's probably Let's do it. where we're at. Uh, this first one's from uh, Cartier. Uh, hey, fellas and Dan. Nice. Hey, Hamish and Dan. There you go. There you go. Will's not here. Will's not just here. wondering when merch is going to be available on the website. <laughs> wow. You keep telling us to buy it, but it's all sold out. As a fellow backman, backwoman, yeah. I need to grab a T-shirt. Cheers. Uh, from probably your only 17-year-old girl listener, Cardia. Cardia, um, well, what fortuitous timing. Um, I didn't even know sweet, this was coming Sweet, sweet, What a email that is. I think what you'll find is if you go to our website, yep. um, you don't have to Remember hack us anymore. Is? You don't have to hack no, us. No, you don't. You can just jump on there and yep. pre-order as much merch as your heart desires. You can get 50 t-shirts if you want. Well, you could. We'll we got a new, it's a new range of, of designs, by the way. If you if you weren't watching this and you're only listening, yeah. it's, it's a completely new range. We are going to do some old stuff again, but right now we're just focusing on this new stuff. Yeah. Um, so and go and have a look. Hats, if, you, yeah, if you're an audio t-shirts. medium sort of guy and you don't like to watch things, you yep. can go and have a look. Yeah. Yeah, go to the Instagram yeah. as well. I think it was on there too. Yeah, wow. uh, this one's from Chris. G'day, lads. On the back of the call you got last week from the bloke who had not been consuming shelters responsibly um, about Dan having more sporting highlights to choose from than touches, mm. um, than, than, touch, than, than touches Hamish had in his, in his hub game, hotel yeah. room. Oh, yeah. Um, I was wondering, what's Dan's chosen sport? I've been listening for a long time. I don't recall ever hearing what took a backseat from him to achieve 5 or 16. Um, I was a footy player. Okay. That was my thing. That Played was your footy. thing. You were a footballer. Someone, a coach once told me that I hear that I reminded him of Ben Cousins. Wow. That yeah. was no joke. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not making that up. He said, mate, the way you can read the ball. Yeah. Reminds me of Ben Cousins. I don't put it past you, mate. He gave me three votes in our very first game. His name That's was um, Malcolm. No, he's, he's, his son's name was Malcolm. He played on the team. It was really bad. I um, can't remember the coach's name. Anyways, uh, first game of the season, he went around in the change rooms and gave out three, two, one. Yep. And uh, gave me the three votes, and um, then got told afterwards by like the you know the board or whatever, um, you can't do that because the whatever age group we were not allowed to give votes out. Yeah. Okay. It's, sure. It's not not a thing. Oh, um, nice to know you were the best on though. So it? I got the only how did, how three did, votes. How did he give the votes out? Literally, so did all, he, as in, like, what order did he go? Did he go one, then two, then three, or did he like you he just went, say, "Oh, let's go the Dan, no, you're the best player"? And I think you he, I think he went one, two, three. Yeah. So that's how you meant to do Unorthodox. it. Unorthodox. Yeah. It feels a bit weird. I'm more of a two, three, one guy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that's good. Um, mm. What about? So this person also says. So having recently joined on Patreon, I was going back through listening to bonus stories and was wondering what the outcome of Carl Langdon's instant coffee hack was. Uh, geez, he's a loose unit. Definitely needs to be on for a part two. So Carl Langdon reckons he makes amazing coffee, but he uses instant. Yep. Which is disgusting. I, I told him, mate, that's yuck. And he said, no, you've never had one of my coffees. I like instant coffee. I didn't have the heart to tell him the way he was describing it was the way I've always made instant coffee and it's still disgusting. So what he does is he goes coffee grounds in, yep. milk, microwave, then the, because the milk's hot, it can dissolve the instant coffee, and then he adds the water to the hot milk coffee mix. Okay, well, that's not the way I make instant coffee. Uh, you, I assume you make it like a normal person? I go coffee grounds, yep. cold water, mix. What? Because it doesn't burn the coffee grounds. Right, So okay. you get the coffee to... 
be coffee without burning the coffee grounds. Then yep. you pour the boiling water in, and then I put a little bit of milk into. Just top it up. Top it up with milk. All that's right. how Shannon Hearn showed me how to make his instant coffee, and I liked it. Yeah, okay, that's and pretty so good. That's how I do it. I don't drink it a lot, to be fair. We've got a coffee machine at work that is good, so I don't yep. do that. Okay, but if I had to, that's how I would do it. Well, instant coffee's gross. Would never, would never touch it. Uh, sure. Carl Langdon for a part two. I'm sure you'd do it if we asked him. Yeah. Probably ne- not for a while, though. Nah, I think it's too fresh. Too, mu- too much Carl Langdon. Maybe next year we'll do that. Uh, thanks, Chris. Uh, this is from Jaden. This is from you, Jaden? Yep. Do you write us an email? Uh, g'day, lads. How about, running into an open, how about running into an open goal, kicking it into the post once or as many times as you want, depending on how much space you have, then kicking the goal, seven, eight, nine, ten point play. Oh, okay, this is off the back of us saying you could kick it into the point post, get a point, oh, goes back yeah. in and go for a goal. So you could you could essentially, if you were like f- by yourself inside fifty, you got a little break. Well, I, I think the the whole idea or the premise of that though was that if it hits the post and come back comes back in, it's just play on. Yes. So you don't you're not getting a five six seven point play. Well, I think that would be that's what we want though. We want so, to hit the post. You get a point for that. Comes back in. Well, if that's the case, then you'd have to have a lot of space by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you'd have someone chasing after. Yeah, you'd just have kick someone the ball ch- into yeah. the post constantly. Like, well, even if you handballed into the post, I reckon you could probably True. get like two of them. That's just a handball drill. Yeah, but like it's an awkward shaped ball. Mm. If you if you handball there, it might go yeah, one way yeah. or the other. I okay. think you just kick the goal. Just kick the goal. <laughs> yep. Good, good suggestion, James. Great suggestion. And if, and if that was a rule, it'd be a, like it would be one of those high IQ plays. Oh yeah. You know, like the one Eric McKenzie took the ball into the point post. Yeah, so it'd be yeah. like one of those things where it's like. That guy knows. He's Absolutely. Just, yeah, he's smart. Uh, that's all our emails. Hello at batchatpodcast.com.au. Send us an email. If it's good, we'll read it. Of yep. course, Lydio at Lidl Cameras will go look after you as well. Tell them Scoey sent you. Apparently, I don't know if that's still happening, but you used to get 20 bucks off. Anything. I think you do. I think you go in there and, and you buy um, you buy something and you get it. I actually had a you send it, we read it on. Do you? Someone, someone messaged me and I, like, I'm not going to talk too, a whole heap about it. Hey, Hammer. Hey, hope you guys are doing well. Um, sure, Very, you'll talk about on the pod. Wanted right. to submit a question. Okay. Um, and if it makes it on call, it will make it on. I'm talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question was asking about Angus. He said, do you think your brother retires after the knock? Right. Yeah, interesting question. I like. I, obviously, I've I've been, a lot of people have been asking me that. Um, my initial thought was, sorry, I probably should give that guy a so he, so he, So Angus got an early knock in his career. Kane, from Kane William. Thanks, Kane. Okay, thanks, Kane. Angus got an early knock in his career. He had a few. The, Don the helmet. Yep, after he had, that. He's had a few early knocks. He got knocked out like three times in a month and a half. Right. And pre, con- pre-helmet? Pre-helmet. Contemplated yep. giving it up. Contemplated the fact that it was because he was in a locked, quiet room with dark, no lights for eight weeks or something. Yep. Came back and put the helmet on because mum wanted him to wear a helmet and he's worn it ever since and been okay. Um, but yeah, the, in terms of like will, it, will, or not he, will or won't he retire... There's a lot of talk about CTE and concussions and yes. post stuff, and his symptoms at the moment are okay, but it'll be a question for him down the line as to whether or not he can, you know, whether or not he wants to risk future life. Um, so the, to answer the question, I don't know. I think I would be happy for him to do whatever makes him more comfortable, whether it's the mental side of I still can play football and I want to because it's what I love doing, then sweet. But if he says, if he, t- I wouldn't be surprised if he turns around in a month and says, I can't, like I'm still got symptoms here and I don't want to risk, I'm 28, he's engaged, I don't want to risk my whole life, so I'm not going to. So, yep. yeah, I don't know what he will do, but that's a, uh, a very interesting question that I'm sure he'll be pondering over the next few months, would, Kane. Would the AFL come alongside him here and go and try and work with him at all, like to protect themselves a bit? Or uh, do they yeah, get into it, his like own there's, there's, Isn't there a class action at the moment going on with yeah. a heap of guys with concussions? So, yeah, I'm sure they'll... Um, 
they'll have an advisory board that might reach out to him. But yeah. um, this one doesn't seem as bad as his previous one, so I think this will just be a this will be a, a personal decision. Do you think the bottle of red makes it all better that that Maynard that brought Maynard will, Yeah. Oh, Do you know sure. what the bottle of red was? No, I don't. Can I, we find that out? Yeah, I'm I'd sure love to know the, the the value of the. Yeah. Like, was it a Wolf Blast? Like yeah. <laughs> it want to be like a, a nine ninety nine yeah. Wolf Blast. Um, mixed a, red you know, or it'd want to be a fucking hill of grace or something but um, yeah I'm not sure we can find that out yeah I'm okay sure that would be great uh, backchatpodcast.com.au or backchatstudios.com.au there are two websites that we are currently operating mm. while we have two there is a reason because Backchat Studios is the company that makes all of yep. our podcasts. Yeah, that's everything. And that's, that's where you the can umbrella. buy that. That's, that's the umbrella. umbrella. Yep. Backchatpodcast.com.au. That's where all the stuff that happens on this podcast. Uh, you can sign up as a patron there and get VIP codes for all the following sponsors. Are you ready for this, Hammer? Whipper Snapper Whiskey, Margaret Rio Roasting Co., Bluebat, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadville Cameras, Swimply, and Fleet Network, of course, who are yeah. doing great things. They, they sponsor them. They the, the podcast. podcast. They power the podcast. That's right. For no, but go and over tell yourself, Elise. If you want a car, and you have a job and you're employed, you can do all these packaging bundles or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. But just like it just works, it makes things easy. Once a month payments, get yourself a car, drive away with not no more to pay. You have to pay every month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just an easy, simple way to get yourself a car. Go on, overted yourself a lease. Very good. All right, let's keep this rolling for patrons. We'll keep this quick. You got to get Did we to, not have fines? Get to work. Oh, fines. I'm so sorry. Patrons, we'll get to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome back! Yeah. If you're listening, that's how Dan starts every Patreon Patreon episode. Yeah, right. there you go. Thanks little for sneak around, patrons. Little sneak peek. Yeah, little sneak peek. All right, let's get the first one. Tempted you to buy? <laughs> Sign on up. G'day, fellas. Was your cream here, Amish? Just a five bucker for you this evening, actually. As a Brayshaw, do you happen to remember? Your Uncle Jim absolutely butchering the band name Kiss at the AFL Footy Show Grand Final. I think it was 2008. Look it up on YouTube. Cheers, oh, boys. I think I do. It was in the um, – they used to do the footy show, like, previews, and they were funny. Like, the there was like a – I don't know what you call it, but they did, like, skits and parodies of different yep. songs. Hilarious. Can all right? So can we bring this up, Nick? We can get this up at some point. Um, right, for patrons. We'll it'll be about. Yeah, it'll be the footy show footy – show, Review or something. Footy show review 2008. All right. Great. Hey, g'day, legends. This is Baldur's Beautiful here. And for any prick who doesn't agree with that, stop asking your missus to shave down under. Uh, this one's for me, uh, fellow ball brother in arms, Scoey. Hey, come to my attention, mate. AFL tonight, you made a statement along the lines like something like, ah, in your opinion, the best two teams outside of the eight that can make an impact are Carlton and uh, GWS. Uh, what bit of finals don't you get, mate? Everyone's in the eight for finals. So uh, I'll give you a two-bucker because usually you're pretty spot on, but... <laughs> Everyone makes a mistake now and then. Oh, sorry, boys. Happy to get back to babysitting duties. All right. There you go. Well, Scotty's not here, so I'll go into bat for him. I think he meant the top four. The two teams outside the top four that can make some noise, Carlton, GWS, and, of course, GWS is probably going to win the premiership. Obviously. So, there you go. I think instead of of top eight, I mean, he meant top top four. four. Yep. There you go. Hi, guys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Uh... My fine is to the uh, commentary team of the GNFL Grand Final. After Harry Taylor misses from directly in front at the 8 minute 40 second mark of the last quarter, the commentators, like a bunch of noobs, 
say the wrong scoreline. They say 8-5-53. He should have said 8-6-54. Anyway, one minute later, Trent Simpson <laughs> kicks a goal. And again, the commentator says the incorrect scoreline. He should have said 9-6-60, but says 9-5-59. <laughs> 20 seconds later, the person who's running the scoreboard changes it to match what the commentator has announced. So I wonder, you know, if the players would have done anything differently on the field if they knew the correct scoreline. And the end result was a huge cock-up, and I really feel for the railways team. So here's the fine. Two cards of shelter to go to the uh, railways football club. That's it. Right. <laughs> All right. He obviously works at railways. Yeah. So he's potting the commentator for saying the score that was on the scoreboard yeah. and not potting the scoreboard guy for not updating it properly. <laughs> right, that's fair enough, mate. Two, sh- two cartons of shelter to Railways Footy Club. I love the accuracy. You love it, accurate. yeah. If you're going to be a score person, get it right. Be accurate, yep. yep. G'day, you handsome devils. Mike Oxmoor here. Yeah. Now, I've got a bone to pick with you, Ola. Sure. You're going to have to empty your pockets because all three of you are getting a 10 bucker. Wow. Now, on your live event, you guys have mentioned the integrity of the Brownlow. Yep. Which I thought was hilarious. When you guys have got a Backman's Award, you're handing out votes to absolute scrubs. Darcy Moore didn't even get a mention. I don't even think you got one fucking vote. You refuse to tell the criteria. You take three votes of Harris Andrews for literally... Walking into the center square and fucking pinging one from 60, showing the forwards how easy it is. Oh. Scully scored one like that, and he goes on about it every week. Yeah, but he wouldn't have got votes. But no, him. you're taking the votes of Harris. And I thought, these are stupid. But then, as a live event happened, mm-hmm. I realized, obviously Harris has no time for you idiots. So, And you've got Jack Buckley's number, so you've rigged the competition so you can ring Jack Buckley the night of the bloody event you had. So you can show everyone how cool you are, name-dropping and stuff. Disgraceful boys. How he didn't make the Australian team is sickening. You put in Cal Wilkie, who plays for a team that has 60 men behind the ball. Disgraceful. And Dan Const whinging about John O'Brown when we have people making special comments like Dermot Brereton. It just sounds like he's been on the cans for six hours beforehand. That's true. Kelly Underwood, who... Oh, don't even get me started. The orange team. Boys, your Brisbane hate needs to stop now. Scully, going on about them not being able to win away from home is just disgusting. Well, they haven't won a premiership in a while. All right, that's me. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right, well... Love you too. That, okay, so he, I think I could hear the Gold Coast. He's from Brisbane, that. Sounds that like guy. Brisbane. I've got, obviously, some initial rebuttals. Yes. Um, go and fuck yourself, firstly. <laughs> um, don't you ever talk about Jack Buckley in that way and yeah. say that we give out votes to scrubs. Um, I don't think there is a single backman in the competition that is a scrub. Um, firstly, ha- can I just add to that? That would, that would be secondly. But Sorry, uh, yes. I went first. Secondly, this is 1B. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the criteria... But go look at how many one-on-ones in the AFL last season were, um, like, player stats, one-on-ones. Go see who's the top of that list. 
Who is it? It's Jack Buckley. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, yeah. So, the man is doing things in the yeah. back line. Darcy Moore orchestrates. He's not even the best defender in his team. Uh, Isaac Quainall is way better than him. So, in terms of being a defender. So, I think when you are uh, obviously a massive Brisbane fan, I get that. Harris Andrews kicking a goal disqualifies him from getting a vote. That's the way it goes. We We're not rigging the, the votes. No. I've got Harris Andrews' phone number if I wanted to go and get that. I don't actually have it on me, but I know people that do. And yeah. so... Uh, it's not that we rigged the system. We only had Jack Buckley's number because he won the award and we got his number to call him. Mm -hmm. So if you ever slander Jack Buckley and other backmen again, you can go and fuck yourself with a fork. Jeepers. All right. G'day, fellas. Sharon McCock around here. (laughs) Just like to say a huge thank you to the massive swinging dick of Dan Const. Also, Scoey, Hammer, Hello. Thanks, mate. Okay. Dan, you've saved us a shitload of time in New Zealand. We've been skipping everywhere. Um, it's it, you're not wrong. It's it's half the time. Mm. So yeah, literally, literally half the time travelled. So if you'd like to send us your BSB details, flick it through. I'll I would gladly put a five dollar donation in to the Backchat podcast. Anya, keep it up. And uh, lick my hairy balls here. So, Jaden, could you pause uh, this for us? Um, I think we had that one last week. Yeah. So, just maybe, wanted to hear. Maybe <laughs> I didn't orchestrate that. Maybe it's that another again. guy in New Zealand who's also skipping. <laughs> no, I think we had that yeah. last week. Um, is that that might that might be all of them then? Yeah. Wow. There we go. I think that was just two blokes in New Zealand. I feel like that would another be more. Another two. Another two guys that in New Zealand. Yeah, that, that makes, makes a lot more sense. sense. Uh, I've already wrapped the shot once. I'm not going to do it again. Sure. Go back about four minutes, listen yeah. to that bit again, and pretend that it's happening now. Patrons, stick around because we're going to talk about uh, your your uncle mm. for a minute and um, play this kiss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.